With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, February 17th. I mean, it is just the middle of the winter. It will not stop being cold and snowy where I am. I hope where you are, it's sunny and delicious talked to a guy a couple days ago from San Diego. I got a little jealous. I have to say, Mark, I was thinking about San Diego. I looked up the weather right after I got off the phone, the phone, the computer with him after he was on our show. And uh, yeah, it was 70 something degrees. Uh, That sounds kind of good right now, but we soldier on because you know what? It's February. If you have a financial question. We would love to hear from you. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Askjill at jillonmoney.com. And if you happen to be on our website, you can just hit the contact button and do the same thing. That is what Matt did. He has agreed to come on the air with us. He is on the line from the Midwest. Welcome to Jill on Money, Matt. You're very brave. Well, thank you, Jill. It's great to be here. Hello, Mark. <laughs> He's always also, by the way, sidebar, when you come on the air, you get to actually talk to Mark, which is, I think, the bonus why you should really do it. So, Matt, tell us what brings you on the show today with us. How can we help you? Well, Jill, my, my wife and I would like to get to... Uh, your insight, your expertise on how best to draw down our traditional IRA and convert it to Roths before we reach uh, the required minimum distribution age of 72. Ah, okay. Well, that's great. How old are you and your wife right now? We're both 63 and we're Mm -hmm. retired. Oh, you're retired. You're young to be retired. We've been very fortunate. So how are you supporting yourselves right now? Did you claim social security early? No, uh, we haven't. We had a after-tax account that we've been able to draw from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we're planning on doing that until we uh, draw Social Security, which we expect at full retirement age, which for us are uh, 66 and a half or so. How much do you have to pull out of your taxable account to float your lifestyle? About 70000 a year. And so when you claim Social Security at your full retirement ages, how much of that seventy grand will now be reduced? Like, What does the Social Security benefit look like? Social Security should be about uh, $44,000 a year. Okay. And then to make up the difference, you'll just keep pulling out of that taxable account? Yes. How much money is in the taxable account right now? Taxable account right now, we have about uh, two seventy, two hundred seventy thousand in that. Hmm. We're going to start depleting that though, huh? Uh, because yes. you got a few, you got three years at, at 70 a year, right? Yes. 
So that'll get you to your social security, basically. And then what's the game plan after that? What other accounts do you have that you can tap to actually make up that difference between the 70 you need and the 44 you'll have? We uh, each have a Roth IRA right now established, and I have a, about 97000 in mine, and my wife has about 43000 in hers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get into the uh, traditional IRA dollars. Uh, we have a balance in there of a... Uh, That's some real money, right? That sounds good. Okay. So, and and there will be no pension or or anything, any other income that will be um, due to you. Is that correct? Fair to say? Correct. No additional pension. Those are the dollars we have between uh, what we have now and then Social Security. Got it. How about the house? Paid for? Paid for house. uh, No debts. A consumer debt, no credit card, no student loans. How about kiddos? You got some grown kids? We have two uh, adult kids that are mostly launched. (laughs) I like mostly. little caveat. I understand. You're going to stay where you are? There's no plan to to sell your house or go anywhere else? Uh, No current plans. I think at some point we'll move probably to warmer climates, maybe in five years or so. What do you think your house is worth right now? We're in a pretty low cost of living area. Uh, It's about $250,000. What, what, how long have you been retired? Fully retired. Uh, it's been three years. Wow. That's like really I, early. So it just, I just have to ask, so so why? Did you hate what you were doing? Like what was the impetus? Well, uh, go back. I actually retired from my uh, primary employer uh, of 36 years uh, when I was 57. That was uh, due uh, really to a heart attack. Oh, I, uh, my God. I was playing basketball and I had cardiac uh, arrest in my teammates saved my life. So so, uh, it got me thinking about maybe doing something different. I think that's a darn good reason. That's a good rationale. You know, like you have an idiot like me being like, why are you retiring early? You're like, oh, because I had a heart attack. I almost died, but my friend saved my life. Wait a second. Let me ask you something. Like, I don't know. What do you give somebody who saves your life? Oh, well, we we gave them a a letter of thanks, a card of thanks. And uh, they were actually uh, recognized by uh, their employers and uh, at a community meeting. Oh my God. Uh, so, that's uh, awesome. And what? my wife calls them the seven from heaven. So, Oh, that's so, that's beautiful. Okay. So this is a very interesting situation. I mean, look, you, you, because of that money you have in the retirement account, you, you have money that can generate the difference, right? What are you doing for health insurance? Are you doing the, um, affordable care act now? Yes. Uh, we have for the last couple of years, we've done that. And with our income in 2020, we actually, for 2021, will qualify for ACA healthcare credits. Wow. So that, that makes our, uh, we were under the $68,000 threshold, I think, income-wise. And that, so mm. that makes our premiums only about $169 a month or so. Holy moly. That's great. Compared so, to the uh, 1300 we were paying before. So yes. So there's a balance here, right? Because until you have hit Medicare, which is at age 65, you're paying for this out of pocket. But I know that you're interested in converting your retirement account. So if you convert too much of your retirement account, you don't get the Affordable Care Act credits, right? Correct. So the, really the next two years, we want to be able to keep our income at a, uh, under that threshold level. Mm-hmm. And then once we, uh, we achieve Medicare at 65, then we're interested in uh, exploring should we transfer 
larger chunks of money or convert larger chunks of money from traditional to a Roth IRA. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that that's a good game plan. I don't know how much, I mean, we'll have to see where tax rates go, but listen, for the next couple of years, if you're staying in the 12% bracket, you're in the 12% bracket. That's great. Um, Of course, as soon as you start claiming Medicare, every time you convert money, you may actually be subject to this thing called IRMA. I don't know if you've heard about that, income-related monthly adjustment amount. And that means that you have a surcharge for Medicare. So it's almost like you can't convert too much of your money anyway, because it'll screw you up for Medicare. Medicare will cost you more. So we don't want to do that. That's number one. That gives you some leeway, though. I mean, that gives you up to about 170 grand or so, maybe 175. I haven't seen the um, adjustment for inflation. So the question is that for the next two years, you're going to stay under 68, so you convert what you can. Then we're going to have to figure out where tax rates are. And I guess the question is, do you convert at 22 or do you can just continue to poke along at 12? Because, you know, that money is going to get pushed out at you at, as you said, at age 72. We just don't know where tax rates are necessarily going. I'm inclined to, after you get to Medicare, I'm inclined to say, maybe you should convert at 22%. I'm not sure, but it really is going to have to depend on like what conversations are happening, you know, in Congress. You know, you're not going to convert enough of this money at 12%. And then by the time you start getting required minimum distributions, you probably are going to get pushed into 22% anyway, because you're going to be forced to take a bunch of money out. I don't know if you have to make the decision right this second. You have your game plan till Medicare, right? Keep it under that amount. And whatever you convert, that's fine. You know, one other thing you could do, actually, instead of just, you know, in converting, because really what you're just trying to do is you're trying to just pay the tax that's due, right? Um, One thing you could do is maybe, you know, once you start getting to the Medicare, beyond the Medicare age, potentially, I guess, you could convert some money or you could just take money out and pay the tax on it and live on that because you're going to need some money no matter what. You want to, like, refrain from touching your Roth money till the, like that should be the last dollars that you access. It's going to be a little tricky for you. And, and it's going to really depend on where the tax rates are at the time, but you don't have to necessarily make that decision right now. Well, that's comforting. Uh, we, we kind of thought that, yeah, the next couple of years were kind of set what we need to do. Uh, but as you pointed out, uh, once we uh, are drawing a uh, Medicare, then we have some other considerations about ARMA and that. Uh, once we reach mandatory uh, RMDs at age 72, we want to minimize any tax implications to our kids from our estate. Why? Well, you don't have a, an estate problem. Uh, In other words, you don't want them to pay tax on your traditional IRA if you have a second heart attack and it doesn't come out as good and your friend's not with you? Yes. Uh, yeah, that puts it pretty bluntly there, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the death, man. You know, I like to just get it out there. It's easier. Are Your, your kids are in low tax brackets, though, aren't they? How much do they make? One's in uh, probably... Uh, you know, hundred thousand dollars a year, and the others are more like thirty thousand a year. Hundred thousand so, married or not married? Married. Yeah, thirty thousand. They're in the single. same tax bracket or less. I mean, they're basically they're both in twelve percent tax bracket. I wouldn't worry about that. Don't do it for them. I, I really, I mean, I, I hate to be, you know, like if you said to me, "Look, I'm in twelve. My kids are in thirty-seven. I'm just going to start banging it out at twenty. You know what I mean? That's when you, I say to people, definitely do it. You know, if the if the older generation is in a much lower tax bracket, then sure, do it. Then you can get the money out. But they're in your tax bracket. There's no difference. 
you know, it's going to, it's like the same dollars are fungible, right? You're going to pay the tax or they're going to pay the tax, but it's at the same rate at this point. You are not like so super set for retirement that you need to really, we have to worry about what is the most efficient and best way for you to proceed. And the kids are going to get the money. You know, there's going to be money left over. There's going to be money in the retirement accounts. There's going to be money from a house. They're going to get money. But I wouldn't make that that decision unless for some reason they pop up into a much higher tax bracket than you had thought and much more so than you and your wives. Hadn't thought about that. Uh, You know, that's what happens when you think about death like I do. You get very critical. You start to boil it down. And by the way, just after having that near-death experience, you have all your estate planning done? Yes, we do. So, and you never know. You could be playing basketball. Are you a forward or a guard or a center? I'm a bench. Stop it. (laughs) You were playing. Yeah, no, I'd be more of the guard. Uh, You're more of a guard. I started as a guard, then I, I grew four inches in one summer when I was 16. And push it uh, to a center or to a forward? Forward, power forward. You know, I have like very serious elbows. I seem to make, (laughs) I created space where nobody thought there was space. So we can thank my father for that. Matt, I wish you and your wife good health and I wish you the best of luck. And if you want to get back in touch with us, you know, once, you know, if tax law is changing or you hear of something, you just shoot us a note. We'll, We'll get you back on the air. Great. Thank you so much. I really am. I'm very glad that you are well, and I'm glad that you took the time to give us a holler today. So really appreciate it. If you, like Matt, would like to come on the air with us, just send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Very easy to do, right? And if you happen to be on our website, if you're on the website, jillonmoney.com, because maybe you're signing up for our free weekly newsletter and you think of a question, Or you say, I got to talk to Jill about this. Click the contact button. Tell us what the situation is and say, hey, I want to come on the air with you. And Mark, who is the best executive producer of all time, he'll do the rest. As always, we like to remind you to be careful out there. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Maintain your physical distancing. Do something nice for someone else today. It will make them feel better. It will make you feel better. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. 